Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Sally Serves It Up podcast. I am here to help you reclaim your health and lose weight for the last time. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the upcoming summer holidays. I know that some of you are leaving pretty soon, and I want to tell you about the ways that I navigate things when it comes to holidays so that I don't come back feeling a bit puffy and crap and foggy and not liking how things went. This is about getting really intentional so that you create the outcomes you want. It's about letting go of stories and narratives that you tell yourself that might take you further from your goals and believing that something else is available to you, something more, something else is possible. It's about being willing to change and evolve and perhaps even feel the discomfort that that change might bring without making it mean that there's a problem. On a kind of macro level, this is about the holidays, but the things I talk about today are really what you can bring to your daily life when it comes to creating outcomes that you want on that sort of more micro level. Day to day, this is what it's about. Thinking ahead, changing your narrative, evolving your thinking, expecting urges and planning for them, handling stress and getting rid of that diet mentality. So I've got five things that I want to go through and I'm just going to try and like bosh through them because it's it's always my aim to keep these podcasts as short and efficient as possible. Um, Unless I sort of go off on a tangent, (laughs) that is the goal. So here we go. Number one, and I would say this is, I think, the most powerful one, which is think about how you want to feel when you get back from holiday. I've spoken about this on my Instagram, but I realized that I started the podcast last October, so I wouldn't have really spoken about this approach here um, in maybe the detail that I will today. So what I mean by thinking about how you want to feel when you get back from holiday, I want you to imagine, to visualize being back in the terminal, waiting for your bags. How do you want to feel in your body? And by that, it's like, how do you want your trousers to be feeling? How do you want to feel in yourself about your holiday and how you showed up? Like, what are your energy levels? What, what, like, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? And once you've decided what you want to feel, so whether that's proud or confident or calm and relaxed and rested, whatever it is, okay, establish that. And then think, what would you need to be believing in that moment that would make you feel that emotion? Our thoughts create our feelings. So what would you need to be thinking that would make you feel that way? And then you take it up to, okay, so if I was thinking that and feeling that, what actions would I have taken on the holiday that would make me think that and then feel that about the holiday? And it's about taking a guess. So whether it's like asking yourself, making a plan every day, but including one thing you don't normally eat or not planning at all or drinking only at supper instead of at lunch and supper, um, 
incorporating some fasting on certain days or getting some walks in, making time for yourself, making time for movement, understanding what that movement might be if you are going to make time for it, right? And and how you'll get it done in the moment as well so that you actually follow through with it. Prioritizing like fruit and veg with every meal, whatever it is, only you know what's right for you, but come up with what you think those actions would be on that holiday that would make you come back from holiday believing or thinking a certain thought that would make you feel that feeling that you want to feel and trust yourself just to kind of like exhaust the list and to take a guess. But it's a really important thing to get clear on because that's how you're going into the holiday with a plan. We do anything as humans, because of how we think it's going to make us feel. So tapping into that ahead of time means you can deliberately create a feeling you want to feel. And that is so, like, so powerful. Don't, like, just dismiss that. You get to feel how you want to feel, and you get to create a life by design. It's how you live intentionally and feel very deliberate and really believing that you're holding the power because you are and you can. So I just really like to do it this way. I, you know, I remember last year after my summer holiday, we were the last person, people standing in um, baggage reclaim, just like waiting and waiting and waiting for our luggage, which did eventually come through. But it's like, you've got that time. We all know that feeling. Um, so really just think about it ahead of time and work backwards from the feeling. What would you need to be believing and what actions would you need to have taken on the holiday that would make you believe that in order to feel that it's so, so powerful. And I promise you'll come up with things to do on the holiday that you won't have thought of before and you won't have made space for before, and you won't have been compelled for before, compelled by before. So just give it a go and just get like visual and really imagine it um, and see how you get on. Number two, stop making holidays have to mean that all your habits go out the window. So when we're trying to lose weight, when we're trying to build new habits, when we're trying to change how we drink, how we eat, whatever it is, it's easy to think that holidays are like this big black dot in the evolution of our change and in our ability to change. And it's like, oh, well, there goes two weeks where I have no control. And it just doesn't need to be that way. So a good place to start with this is to write down all of your beliefs about holidays and food and alcohol, like as, you know, all of your thoughts as it pertains to habits you like to um, follow through with. And don't be afraid that anyone will judge them. Just be honest. So, you know, if you think like holidays are all about food and drinking and just like throwing caution to the wind, write it down. Ask yourself with each thought. So I just write down like a thought, a belief, and then I'll do an arrow to how those make me feel. So what that belief or thought makes me feel. And then I'll do another arrow, what that feeling drives me to do. My thoughts create my feelings, which drive my actions. So. If I'm believing that, and if I that makes me feel that, then what do I do? Um, like, how do I react to that emotion? And then ask yourself, 
Does that thought serve you? Does it serve the end result that you want? And if they do, that's totally great. And if they don't, like, you know, some of them will and some of them won't, try to adapt the ones that don't to something that serves you and leads to behaviors you like, behaviors you won't judge, behaviors that create results and outcomes that you that you want to have in your life. There is no reason why a holiday has to kind of like stand in your way. It can be a gateway. It can be an opportunity to even more growth, more of your evolution. And that is what I really think we're here to do. It's just keep inching closer to living a life where we're acting in alignment with ourselves, with our values and what we really want. Um, So ask yourself what your holiday values are and what you want to be doing on that holiday truly that will create outcomes you want. Don't forget about the results. You know, it's easy just to think about the actions, but what does it create for you in your life? And I just remember, so like an example of this is I have massively changed my drinking, um, as you will have known from this podcast. And I kind of, I mean, I could easily have drunk every single day on holiday. And when I have been on certain holidays, I have drunk every day on holiday. But last year, I remember I was in Italy and I was so looking forward to drinking this gin and tonic right after we'd like come up from the pool. Um, my lovely husband was giving the boys a bath and I got to have a gin and tonic sitting sort of in this little sunny patch, which is like the sun is setting. I mean, it's just glorious. And I really love that evening sun on my skin. Delightful. And the tonic water in Italy is quite sweet in kind of a way that I actually really like. Um, And it was all just, it was so delicious. I was so looking forward to it. Okay. So day three, I've had the gin and tonic, and then I have a couple of glasses of wine with dinner And I just, so wake up day four and I just am like realizing I'm not feeling good. I'm like not feeling clear headed. I'm not feeling energized. I'm not feeling my best. And instead of thinking this is just what you do on holidays and kind of like powering through, I thought maybe it can be different. Maybe I can act differently to what I thought you had to do and to what I was brought up around. And So I did a whole page of journaling. I remember doing it so well. I did a thought dump of how I was feeling and all of my thoughts around it. And then I did a page of what I wanted to do next, like decisions I wanted to take. Everything is a decision. And thinking about how I wanted to regain my power and regain my energy and what was really going to serve me. And I didn't drink for the rest of the holiday. And it was not a challenge or even a thing because I wasn't doing it to be diety or restrictive. I was doing it for reasons I loved and to feel how I wanted to feel at the end of the holiday, which was like waiting in the terminal for my luggage. And I wanted to feel rested and light and buoyant and thriving and energetic and confident and clear headed and, you know, super tanned. (laughs) Those are my objectives. And so, you know, and even just with Frank, it was, it felt very different and it wasn't even a conversation. It was like, no, I'm not drinking. No, I, no, I wouldn't like a gin and tonic. Thanks. Like it it wasn't a loaded thing um, because it was just coming from my true authentic self and honoring how I was feeling in myself rather than ignoring it 
and rejecting it and being scared of doing something different. Number three, if you're in a buffet situation, which someone told me they were going to be, think ahead about the urges you'll have to overeat. And what I want you to do is expect them, normalize them. So whether even you're in a buffet or not, when you're in any situation, there's going to be in on holiday where it's different, where there's novelty food, where there might be scarcity around food, like I'm not going to be able to have this. Just expect it, normalize it, have compassion for the urge and for yourself for feeling it and decide ahead of time what you can believe in those moments of urge. So you have this urge to say, get a second plate of food and you are definitely full and you've had enough. You've checked in with your body and you're just like, I want more food. I want more, I want more. And it's like, it's all happening very fast. So notice it. And just try to slow it all down. Say to yourself that it's normal. Like, it's normal I feel this. I've always gone back for seconds before. I've always eaten kind of more than my body needs for fuel on holiday. This is just what I do. But I am trying to do something different here. I know I want to come back not feeling like all my weight loss efforts have gone out the window or that I have so much work to do again. And this is where you can ask yourself what you feel really good for, what genuinely makes you feel amazing. Think about the next morning rather than just wanting more food to make you feel a bit better in the moment and to satisfy an urge. Like that's all it is. It's an urge. It's a feeling and it will pass. And sometimes tapping into that, you know, I've talked about this before, just like waking up on your pillow the next morning, eyes open. And it's like doing that body scan and being like, oh, I feel great. I ate delicious food. I ate enough of it and I didn't overeat. And that can be um, a much more compelling, amazing, truly delightful feeling than um, that sort of slight relief you get from satisfying the urge, which yes, can feel uncomfortable, but it will pass. Most probably, if you reward urges like that, it will make you feel worse and kind of crappy because you're eating past your body's natural fullness levels. Um, At the same time, it's a balance. So if you have an urge for something that you haven't planned, like um, a croissant. So I remember when we went to Heckfield Place, I swear this pan au chocolat was the most delicious like pastry situation I have ever had. And I hadn't planned for it. And I had it. And it was so sensational. It was so fabulous. And I <clears throat> loved every single bite of it. I thought, God, and it was actually useful just getting a measure of how del- how properly good something can be versus like the crappy version of it. So I'm not saying be rigid. Um, because I think that that can just add another layer of discomfort to it. But it's really about just expecting that you will have urges, probably sort of daily, and it's not always going to serve you to reward them. And what you want to do is most of the time on holiday, allow urges to be there without reacting. So you've made a plan for the day, you're happy with it, you like how you're going to do things. And then if you have urge to eat past the point of full 
or to get like a huge ice cream after a big meal and you're not hungry at all. What I suggest you do is think ahead that that's going to happen and have some intentional beliefs that you can practice to remind you in the moment. And if it doesn't happen next day, try again. If it doesn't happen one day, try again the next day. And at the same time, something you can do is like, okay, I have really strong urge for this niche pistachio gelato. I mean, delicious um, (laughs) in this moment. But I know I'm going to come back tomorrow and I've already had a load of food and I'm not hungry. So I'm going to come back tomorrow at this particular time when I know I'm just going to enjoy it more and not feel like I have to have it, not feel like I have any scarcity around it. Um, And I promise it will taste better when you do that, like it truly will. So I also think your body will know that and it won't be stressing about it, which I'll come to in a minute. So. That was number three. Just expect urges. If you're in a buffet, if you're in like a novelty situation or you're tempted to overeat, if you're someone who can eat past the point of full quite easily, this is what to do. Expect the urges, normalize them, have something ready ahead of time as in a belief ahead of time to think um, and like get it in your phone, get it written down, like be proactive about it. This is how you change your actions. Number four, before you go on holiday, don't forget your why. If you are trying to lose weight and change your habits around eating and drinking, what is your reason for doing it? Like, what is your why? Before you go, I would set aside just a bit of time to journal on your why, remind yourself of all the reasons you're doing what you're doing with food, alcohol, mindset, your body. It's just a great exercise to come back to right before you go. And as I said at the beginning, fine, you can just do this for your holiday. But if you're new in your journey and you are just like so committed to the change and you you really, really want to do it, this is the sort of work you could be doing every Sunday evening, just bringing it all back, reminding yourself of your why. These things take five, 10 minutes and they clear out your head. It's kind of like giving your brain a good like brush um, brush of your teeth kind of thing. And it's just re-centers you, refocuses you, and you never, ever want to forget your why. And your why will maybe evolve um, and it will become something different as you get more evidence, as you build more trust, more confidence, and more belief that the way that you're doing things makes you feel better. Um, because we do anything because of how it makes us feel. So if it makes you feel better um, and you have more evidence and experience in that, then your your why might change more to kind of like be about that. But you'll see, and it's completely individual and completely unique. And then lastly, number five, do not stress about it. This is the last thing that you need to do. And I know that it's easier said than done. I really do because I can easily stress about stuff. And I definitely did when I was in a real diet mentality about things. Like when you're thinking, I shouldn't eat this, or this is going to make me fat. Um, You know, I mean, I hate that language so much, but it's like that. I know that's realistically what people are saying to themselves. Stuff like that is only creating more discomfort in your body 
more negative emotion and therefore more likelihood that you are going to want to buffer that away and will buffer that away because historically you have used food and or alcohol to buffer away uncomfortable emotions. At the same time, it also increases cortisol in your body. You'll be in this fight or flight state. Your insulin will be elevated and it just makes everything harder. So please, please, please try your best to just enjoy yourself and relax and trust your body. It's okay. Your body is smart. It knows if you're eating something from stress or from joy, and it will digest it differently, 100%. So just breathe and slow down and chew properly and enjoy it, and you will digest it better. Listen to the episode from two two episodes ago um, about ways to stop overeating. This is that piece of the puzzle where really bringing that presence to your plate, not stressing that you're going to put on weight, um, not stressing about something being good or bad and label it as right or wrong or should or shouldn't, and really just come back into your body. I have found taking a few deep breaths and saying, I am, I'm not a religious person, but almost saying like a little sort of prayer of gratitude to myself for this delicious plate of food that's in front of me really helps to just slow down the whole process and help me be more mindful with chewing and eating and therefore digesting my food properly and not eating past the point of enough. So I really encourage you like not to stress about it because this is how people can say they go on holiday and they've lost weight, even though they basically sat by the pool all day, ate pasta and ice cream, and it's because they stopped stressing so much. So find your balance. I find genuinely that step one, making that plan and making it so that I feel like I'm being intentional, deliberate, and in control makes me feel less stressed. Because I've thought ahead, like I know that will one of the things that I want to not feel when I get back is stressed. And I know that if I, one of the things to do that is to make space for like those European crisps, because I have no idea why they're so delicious, but I know that I want to have some because (laughs) they will help me not feel stressed because I won't feel restricted. And so it's really just this kind of like playing around with things. It's not about going on holiday and being on a diet. What I'm saying is it's about going on holiday and being intentional with your actions. And yes, you can throw caution to the wind sometimes. And as long as you like your reasons, then it doesn't matter. Like if you are acting in alignment with your values, if you are acting from a place where you're like totally on board with your reasons, where you feel like you're still acting from your power, then the outcome is the right outcome for you. You know, like it does it, it it's just like it doesn't matter because you're living your life. That like that's true and congruent to you and your spirit and your soul. So this is a kind of holistic approach where you really just like give yourself the time to just relax, enjoy it and also to make a plan ahead of time because I swear that doing that has been such a delightful addition to my life where I do come back having shown up um, on holiday how I want, having done things on holiday that I might not have done otherwise. Um, but in a in a way, I feel 
so much more empowered by it because I'm just living this intentional life. And I really know that when you feel like you're you're holding the power, you're living intentionally and deliberately, whether you are having an all-day boozy lunch, which is like the best boozy lunch that you've ever had in your life, or whether you're going on, you know, getting 10,000 step walk-in in the morning because that's what makes you feel good. Like being deliberate and liking your reasons is what it's all about. If you are going on that walk because you are trying to punish yourself, that's never going to feel good. It's not going to have the outcomes you want. And if you're going on that boozy lunch because you are feeling social pressure to drink and you don't want to kind of rock the boat and you're just going with the motions because that's what other people expect of you, that's never going to feel good. But there's on the flip side, there's taking a walk because it makes you feel really great and energized and makes you have more clarity and makes you feel like you're showing up for yourself, taking time for yourself. And you can also go on that lunch and really like your reasons for drinking and be present and set your intention ahead of time. And it's all a really beautiful thing. So there you have it. That's how I do things. Um, And it's what I'll be doing when I go to Italy in about a month's time. So excited. And you can do this too. And a reminder that not all holidays will be the same. So how you want to feel at the end of one holiday will be different to another, like a holiday with just Frank and the boys. I have certainly different um, emotions that I want to feel at the end of that compared to say, you know, a weekend away with my girlfriends. So it all takes inward reflection and awareness and a belief that you can create however you want to feel through your own beliefs and actions. And it's all about looking inward and being honest and true with yourself and with your values. And it doesn't have to do like have anything to do with um, what's outside of you or other people or kind of social norms, just like take back your power and you do you. So I hope you enjoyed that. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you know anyone who might benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Please rate it. Um, I seriously, seriously appreciate your support. Uh, Be kind to yourselves. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you soon. Bye.